Clayton. John Clayton. Hey, Mom, I'm done with my segment. This is the Coors Light Cold Hard Facts with John Clayton. Brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill. Time to talk football with the professor, John Clayton, as we do every day at this time. If you guys have questions for John, now is the time. Text those questions into 206 421 3776. That's 421 ESPN. Try to get to some of your questions before we let John go for the day. Hello, John. Hello, guys. Well, we got we got the bad news today that Chris Carson will not be playing this weekend. Uh-oh. Uh yeah, I don't know. You, did, you didn't seen that yet? I don't, had not seen that yet. Yeah, Pete made the announcement that he is not going to play this week. And I was telling Dave, you know, we've we've talked a lot about Chris Carson, and the, he's got that label attached to him that he's fragile or that he's always hurt. And we've gone and looked at the game, and said, well, that's kind of overstated outside of his rookie year. But boy, this isn't going to help any of us defend him anymore because he's going to miss more games this year than he has any other year except for his rookie year. Yeah, I think you can see that this team's going to be in a market for running back next year. I mean, because I, I don't think there's any guarantees left in Chris's deal. I mean, he's making $5.2 million, but, I mean, if he's going to miss that this amount of time, it's not going to be good at all. So not not a good situation. What's your, uh, your read on uh, as far as Alex Collins? I mean, can he – because uh, to me, John, I, I kind of agree with uh, Ray Roberts said that Alex Collins has kind of hit his ceiling. Whereas, you know, with Carson, I mean, when he's healthy, he can be a truly dominant, like top ten running back. Do you feel that way about Carson? Is he that kind of player? Do you think? Oh, uh, top top ten type of player? Yeah. No running back. No. 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 He's a good running back. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, yeah, I put him in the category of you know the Carlos Hyde's, the uh, mm. Mike Davis, yeah, you know, guys no like way. that. What? I no way, man. He's got well, he's got way more talent than that. You see the things that he is able to do. I mean, compared to Carlos Hyde. Are you, are you talking about his dancing? Ooh. No, no, I'm talking about Chris Carson. Oh, Chris Carson. Oh, yeah. Chris. No, no. I, 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 wow, I'm, you're really I'm, underselling no, 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 him. No, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, thank God you Alex brought up the, the dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like uh, you know, I'm thinking about Alex, you know, Alex Collins. No, but I no, was talking about Chris. Chris Carson. No, Chris, Chris is clearly a top. Uh, 10, 15 talent without question. I mean, he's had 2,000-yard seasons at a time now where it's hard to, well, it was hard to get 1,000-yard seasons. I mean, what, last year, even though he wasn't in the mix, there was only nine 1,000-yard seasons. So, uh, yeah, no, I think he's he's definitely top 10, top 15. And were it not probably for the neck injury, he he may not have got the $10 million that Aaron Jones got, but he probably would have gotten eight maybe eight and a half does, does this make you think that maybe this is a little bit more than just a, a one-off thing that it, it could be something that's chronic the way this one went down it is chronic i mean because again he's had this for some time i mean some some people think it may go back to college so you have to say it's uh, chronic and i guess the hits for the last couple of years have made it a little bit worse a little bit worse this year well, and then, well, that makes you question why the Seahawks would give them the extension they did then, if they knew this was a chronic issue that obviously isn't going to get better. Well, I mean, yeah. again, it's like it wasn't they, they they wouldn't think it's career ending or anything like that. They just is something that uh, you know you you deal with. I mean, let's put it this way. I mean, Dave can speak to this. I mean, even Bob can speak to this. Uh, it's like uh, you know you get injured, and you know injuries do carry over. And, of course, uh, if you're playing and playing as hard as, like, a Dave Wyman did, if you're kickboxing as much as Bob Stelton does. It's karate and, that he oh, does. Oh, is it karate? <laughs> okay. So it's, 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 it's karate. It's actually oh, neither, but that's okay. It's uh, jujitsu. I'm just joking. But uh-huh. anyway, go ahead, John. I'm sorry. Yeah, so it's like, uh, yeah, so you put all that together. I mean, again, I mean, if they, they, they wouldn't have signed him because, again, if they didn't think he was – 
going to be yeah. to, uh, you know, healthy, he wouldn't have passed the physical. Okay, well, maybe I should have put it that way. I mean, yeah. I use the word chronic, but yeah, that's what I worry about is career ending is the way you put it. That's that's what what worries me on this one. Yeah, I mean, again, it's like, we, it, it, you know, it's probably not career ending, but it's also payday ending. You know, because again, mm. if he gets cut, it's going to be hard for him to make up the $5.2 million. And you know, there's so many examples of that. I mean, Todd Gurley being one. You know, Todd, you know, he was not just a, a top 10 running back. He was a top five running back with the Rams. Then the arthritis in his knee kept getting worse and worse. Uh, and, uh, you know, now, I mean, he's not even in the league. I mean, he barely struggled to get back uh, last year. And, I mean, you can see that uh, the injuries eventually do catch up. And, again, they're really cruel on running backs. Uh, 425 asking, what's the amount and duration of Chris Carson's contract in terms of guaranteed money? I, I don't it think was a two-year extension, wasn't it? Yeah, it was two years. And so uh, my guess is wasn't any guarantee, extra guarantees. I'm going to have to look it up here in a second. But in the end, it's like, uh, you know, he... You know, it's like it was two years, ten point four, and I'm sure all the guarantees are in the first year. Yeah, I th- speaking of that, um, as far as um, we looked at uh, Odell Beckham, mm-hmm. his uh, his contract, it was pretty wise of the 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 Rams to make it team based the incentives, you know, right. and instead of like individual performance. And th- mm-hmm. that's what I had. I remember uh, in my second year, it had to do with like wins in the AFC West at the time when the Seahawks were in the AFC West. Um, right. You know, certain percentages and things. Is that the majority of in-contracts, do you find, or is it more about, like, personal goals? Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it, it's so overdone on the, uh, you know, projections as far as, you know, what you can make. And, you know, that's, that's, that's what drives me crazy about some of the, you know, the current guys that break down contracts because I stayed away from this. It's like, he can earn up too. And you're thinking, wow. And the next thing you know, uh, because, again, you get that from the agent because what ends up happening, particularly in a year like this, where so many players are getting the minimum or so many players are getting such little dollars, they'll give you what the guy can eventually make. But for such, for you know, like, you know, I'm sure like for a running back, you'd have to have 1,000 yards or 1,200 yards. They break it down like that. Uh, but also, a lot of times, they attach it to making the playoffs, making the Super Bowl, all those different things. So honestly, when it comes down to max value of contracts, I don't even pay attention to it. Yeah, that's true. You have always done that, and that's wise because, right, uh, Jacksonville could say, yeah, yeah we signed somebody, and uh, he can make up to $16 million. Well, that's if they make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're 2-6. and six. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's it's deceptive, but those guys are just trying to, you know, put out numbers that will get them more clients. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, because, again, it's like, you know, they they want to pump up their own client. They want to make sure that uh, he doesn't feel embarrassed getting, you know, too many. Because, I mean, how many times have you seen, you know, deals where they'll say, well, he can make seven million dollars. And the next thing you know, it's four or maybe it's two. It's like yeah. it, it's really bad like that. And that just drives me crazy because, again, you know, and, you know, I'm not breaking down contracts, uh, breaking stories with contracts anymore. Uh, I put them in my database without question. <clears throat> in fact, I literally just got done with the Friday waiver wire, which was nice and short and got that in there today. And so it's like I'm caught up on that. But, uh, you know, in the end, it's like, uh, you know, that the, the extra stuff with the incentives and that is just crazy. John, when I was asking you yesterday, man, what's happened to this Miami Dolphin team from the, who they were the year before? Then they go out and beat the Baltimore Ravens uh-huh. handily. Oh, How about I know. that? It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've seen a lot of teams we look at as elite teams, whether it's the Cowboys, whether it's the, the Baltimore Ravens or what have you, this whole past weekend, all these games, you're going, how did that team lose? Mm-hmm. 
Well, it just so it, it just shows you that there's no great teams right now, and everything is week to week, and you can't guess it. I mean, it's like you know. Uh, you know, I know that at the beginning of the week, I've had so many questions about, well, who right now uh, is going to go to the Super Bowl? And it's like, I have no idea. You know, it's like because, I mean, you can take a look at Buffalo and saw that they lose to Jacksonville. You look at Baltimore last night, they lose to a 2-7 and seven, uh, Miami Dolphin team. Uh, you know, you, you just look, look like this. And, I mean, you, know, you watch some of the other things that will happen this weekend. There will be some surprises like that. I mean, this is a year, and particularly to – you know, with the uh, you know COVID nineteen and also the injuries, it catches up to you. Like it caught up to Baltimore. In fact, you know, coming into the game, you know, and I'm still trying to refine my numbers and working on that. Uh, you know, a good portion of the week is that uh, you know they they led the league with 63 missed starts, and uh, you know now now they lose a safety and uh, Ed uh, Elliot, Deshaun Elliot. He's he's out for the rest of the year. I mean, they've got like four or five guys that are out for the rest of the year, including their top three running backs. And so, you know, last night, I mean, the offensive line didn't look good. Uh, the blitz, and also, and we watched a little bit this last year in the second half of the season. You know, teams started to figure out what uh, they were doing with their offense. And so, Greg Roman was even getting criticized by Lamar Jackson, saying, "Hey, listen." It's like I'm out there on the field, and they're yelling the plays that I'm calling. And it's like, and so they know this. Mm. And then you saw him toward the end of the game in the fourth quarter. I mean, he's actually on the sidelines screaming at some of the wide receivers, just screaming at them. Roman was? Or, no. or Lamar? Lamar. Lamar. Yeah. Lamar was, yeah. Yeah. Well, a couple of things that stood out. First of all, <laughs> the offensive lineman mm-hmm. who who took the the screen oh, pass. The pass. Oh, yeah, that was great. That oh was. my gosh! I mean, it, it was uh, what's the kid's name? Robert Hunt. Yeah, Robert and, Hunt. And, and it was hilarious because like he went after that ball like it was his. Mm-hmm. I'm like knucklehead, <laughs> but but then you you know you can't you can't fault him because no. what a great effort to get across the goal well, line. Well, and, and if he were tackle eligible, he would have been. It would have yeah. been a touchdown. Would have been a he hero. Broke the plane to the goal line. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. he's a guard, so yeah, he <laughs> lined up in the wrong spot. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. But the other thing, John, I, I mean, I know Lamar Jackson was talking about, oh, it's it's dope. He said to get his words, not mine. It's dope to get a call, you know, roughing the passer because I never get that. But the one, once again, he got tackled, and Lame. they're asking the guy to not, you know follow the gravity the the pull of the earth and don't don't fall on him yeah and then the other one like he barely touched him mm-hmm. aren't we getting a little out of control with these agreed ridiculous no i agree you didn't like him i didn't like him no i mean it's like i i just think it's it's an over officiated game right now and there's no and i i, I you saw that uh, today sean payton from the saints ended up pulling him his name out of the competition committee and he, it's like uh it's time for me to get out of there uh, you, you can see he doesn't like a bunch of the, the rule changes. And also, one of the things he brought up is exactly that, you know, the personal fouls. He says, hey, listen, every crew has a different system for what they judge that on. Really? Yeah. It's like, every, it's like you can't get any consistency whatsoever with particularly personal fouls, late hits on quarterbacks, those type of things. And that's a little scary when you have, you know, a guy as sharp as, you know, Sean Payton, who like I think Pete Carroll is a future Hall of Fame type of coach, as long as we can keep the the coaches role in there as far as uh, having co- coaches as a separate category. But yeah, I think that uh, I mean you can see that uh, you know you've got you know frustrations between, you know, Sean Payton and Mike Tomlin because, you know, Tomlin is one that uh 
is you know in a position uh, you know where he's on the competition committee, stays on the competition committee, and he likes the taunting role. You can see that certainly Sean Payton doesn't like the taunting role. Mm. Again, if you guys have questions for John, you can text him in to 206-421-3776. That's 421-ESPN. Uh, John, who do you think? Do you think we're going to see Aaron Rodgers, or do you think I, I read a thing that says, hey, Jordan Love is preparing, but they're expecting Aaron Rodgers to be ready? And what was it? We were we were talking about the 10-day rule yeah, yeah. Uh, that he doesn't have to have a negative test to well, get back out there? Uh, right, because they're not testing him. So it's like... Uh, you know, he, because of the fact that I guess he had COVID, I don't understand this one. I mean, this one's too confusing for me. But you know, he's—I think he has to maybe get one test a week starting next week, but no test tomorrow. <clears throat> so it's like, uh, well, how do we know he's—he's he's okay? We don't. But uh, yeah, that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. No, no. And so uh, because again, it's like you know what the way it's supposed to be is that hey, if you're unvaccinated, you get tested every day. But now because he's had COVID nineteen. And I guess they figure he has some antibodies in his system. They're staying away from it. But I just think that's crazy. So yeah. who do you think? Do you, so do you think, I think we see Aaron Rodgers? I, yeah, I, I think he's going to play. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, then, and, and, of course, you know, he'll play and also be mad at the same time because I'm sure that he's burning over the idea that management didn't do enough to get Odell Beckham Jr. on the team. Mm. Because, you know, it's like they reports were that they offered him the minimum the minimum and here's i'm sure aaron you know sitting there you know in, in uh you know in in a spa or something like that or wherever he's hiding out at and saying that uh yeah once again they don't get me any receivers they don't get me anything i want out of here he's got Devonte adams he's got one yeah but i mean yeah. well he got the other guy he wanted he wanted cobb back he wanted, on the team yeah, he got so they cobb, got yeah. him yeah yeah and yeah. yeah, anyway yeah, well, I mean, he's he's a typical quarterback, though, because you know we were sitting there, and I'm just I was just teasing Jake Heaps because, but I mean, Jake was like, oh yeah, you know, we got to go get him. And I'm like, you you quarterbacks, you, you're you're the worst. All <laughs> you, you want, want everybody. Yeah, I want every single receiver mm-hmm. possible. So, yeah, and I we just both were John talking about this. I'll ask you this question too. Who would you least rather cover, Tyler Lockett? Who do you think's harder to cover, Tyler Lockett? Or DK Metcalf? I, I think it's Tyler Lockett. I mean, yeah. Metcalf, because, you know. You are uh, wise, Professor. You agreed with me and yeah, Bob. Yeah, I mean, because, again, what you're looking about is his elusiveness and his route running. I mean, again, that's not a knock on DK Metcalf. I mean, DK right. Metcalf is so talented. I mean, he's always going to draw the team's opponent's best uh, cornerback. That's just always going to be the case because he's such a hard matchup. And so, you know, he's going to get the Jalen Ramseys. He's going to get uh, the top guys. Uh, you know, like, for example, you know, the one thing that he won't get Sunday is Jair Alexander, their best cornerback, is he's still going to be on injured reserve, so he doesn't get him. So he has a chance maybe to have a little bit more success because their best cornerback. And, you know, Kenny King, the former UW cornerback, you know, he's been so banged up this year. He's missed, you know, more than half the games. And so he's, I think he's healthy enough to be able to play, but I think he's also playing with a shoulder injury. John, what do, what do you make of uh, John Gruden suing the NFL and Commissioner Roger Goodell? Now, I don't, I don't know what kind of legal yeah. standing he's got in all this. I'm, it's been a long time since I practiced law. But he, uh, he I, I agree with the complaint. I'm not defending yeah. anything he said or did by any stretch. I mean, he deserves the ridicule and everything. But we've talked about this. They had 650,000 emails. The whole investigation was spurred on by what was happening with the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. And the face of it becomes... John Gruden, and those are the only emails that are leaked. So I, 
I get the gripe. I think that makes sense. What do you, what do you think about this? Yeah, but I mean, you still can't take back the fact of what he put on email. And no, not it. defending it. Not yeah, defending yeah. it so on any like, level. Yeah, Just, and, and and the fact that he put out so many bad things for so many years, and you know, say what he wants. It's like, uh, you know, he did get some of the naked pictures of some of the uh, people working. Uh, for the Washington football team. And so it's like, uh, I don't think that's intersmerged with his ESPN work. But in the end, it's like, uh, you know, you, you put out that many bad emails. And again, it's like, it's like the Herm Edwards thing. It's like, hey, you know, before before you, uh, you know, send it, don't send it. You know, just think think about what you're sending. And he just constantly just, you know, had nasty things. It's like, he can sue, but it's like, oh, and like, I still like it because I know that you were, you were laughing about, actually, you were kind of bitter about it, which is, I think, understandable. Is it's like, oh, well, well the, the truth will come out. Well, yeah. the, tr- the truth there <laughs> in the 650 emails, and so 50,000 emails. It's like that. What more of the truth do you need? Yeah, that's always the the goofy excuse we hear yeah. from everybody that screwed up. I'm just curious how Washington is just skating by in all this. They mm-hmm. were the ones that were being investigated, and somehow the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders is the face of it, and Washington's just getting off scot-free, I guess, is more my issue. Yeah, again, it's like uh, you know the NFL and owners protect the owners. I mean, the officials protect the officials. And so it's like, uh, I mean, you can see how the system goes. I mean, you know, apparently, even though he's not the most popular owner, you know, they don't want Dan Snyder to sell the team. In fact, particularly, too, knowing that he's worked. And again, this 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 goes into the bad, I think, running of the league in these provisions is that, you know, here's uh, Dan Snyder trying to get a new stadium in D.C. And, of course, a new stadium means a lot of money. You know, so, uh, you know, these things uh, and, he, and he's trying to work with government and everything else. And so a new stadium means more money. And if you take him out of the equation, they're not getting the more money. I want to put you guys at ease. There are no naked pictures of me anywhere. <laughs> anywhere oh, that can be found. Thank God. Okay. Well, thank goodness. Don't you feel so, better now? Oh, uh, yeah. Can you imagine how bad that would be? Uh, yeah, we can. Uh, John, uh, what about uh, any, you know, every week there's uh, upsets. I mean, nobody mm-hmm. thought Miami was going to win last night. You see any upsets looming? How about Lions at Steelers? No. Okay. No. All right. That's too far. That's Are they going to win this far. year? Uh, maybe not. Yeah, they're going to go winless. Oh, win seventy. That'll be a new record. A seventeen game be, yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who did the did the Jets beat the Titans? Yeah, or they something. Did. And and then they beat Cincy. I think. Uh huh. I mean, so yeah. Every week you always go, ah, oh, no, there's no way. But it happens, man. I know. I but, mean, just stay tuned because again, it's a different, different year, and so many teams are up and down that you don't know which way they're going to turn out from each week to week. Yeah, well, here here's one. I feel like the Niners can always jump up and, yeah. and bite somebody, and that's the Monday night game. But, um, yeah, I, I, the 3-5 and five 49ers, that'd be a bad sign if they did because that means – but the Rams not playing very well right now. So. Yeah, but also, did you see the stat on the 49ers? Which one? Uh, their their home record uh, is like of, of late 23-34. and 34. It's considered to be the worst home stretch of 57 games since 1970, since they, you know, since the merger. Wow. 23 and 34. Well, and how many did they play in Arizona last year? Because I know mm. we played them down there. Yeah. Was I, it I like two or three, maybe? No, it was more than that. Oh, more? Yeah, it was more than that. I mean, you know, how bad is it? It's like, okay, not only you stink at home, and, and you know, like they're 0-4 this year, they stink at home, but then they're, they – had such a good relationship with the San Jose government that San Jose said, get out of here. Get yeah. out of here. We don't want you here. Get out. 
John, John, you doing your show tomorrow? Yes, from 8 to 11, taking your calls. Taking your calls tomorrow. And then I'm going to prank will... call the professor tomorrow. There you, you go. You get any prank calls? You, you ever suspect that's Wyman on the other line or Graz or somebody messing with you? Uh, no. I'm, hey, listen, I'm still thrilled still with uh, what Dre, you, know, you saw what Dre did for me? No. Uh, he, he has a, he actually, you know, year, and he did this years ago, got a Hall of Fame wooden plaque that uh you know is just absolutely gorgeous meticulously made it was made by a woman in puerto rico well i guess he was down in puerto rico taking a vacation and this thing is just absolutely gorgeous this is one of your listeners yeah it's one of my callers yeah long time time callers yeah dre well john have a great weekend we'll talk to you next week okay sounds good there you go if you missed any of today's cold hard facts brought to you by coors light made to chill download the podcast at 710sports.com coming up will the cost be too high if the mariners want to upgrade their rotation we'll talk about that next with wyman and bob on 710 espn seattle